How do you do? The Box Office Pulp Board feels it would be a little unkind to present this podcast without just a word of friendly warning. We're about to unfold a cinematic commentary track, made by a group of men who sought to create a podcast after their own ravings, without reckoning upon God. It is one of the strangest tales ever told. It deals with three great mysteries of the internet, analysis, observation, and deconstruction. I think it will thrill you. It may shock you. It might even horrify you. So if any of you feel you'd not care to subject your nerves to such a strain, now's your chance to... Well, we've warned you. Now, to pause and refresh. For your convenience, we have an attractive refreshment stand in the lobby, with buttered popcorn, golden good and hot from the popper, your favorite candies, wholesome and rich, plus delicious Dr. Pepper, so bright and bracing with a tang and tingle unmatched by any other beverage. Enjoy an ice-cold Dr. Pepper at our beverage stand right now, and then return to fully appreciate this bop and a movie commentary track. Enjoy. Mug is dead. No. I was I was making the drink for tonight's commentary, and it turns out he was not microwave safe. No, so you, you melted, melted him. him? Uh, kinda. Like I, I pulled the mug out of the microwave because I was heating up the milk for for tonight's drink, and I noticed cracks all along the inside of the mug. And then I looked at the outside of the mug, and there were there were like. Tear tracks just carved all along Modoc's face of the cracks that had traveled through the mug. So I had, I had to pour the hot milk into a measuring cup before he exploded. I was hearing him kind of like crackle. Oh, you ripped apart Modoc mug from the I, inside. Was this I'm your revenge? So, I'm sorry, Patton Oswald. I have destroyed your effigy. You did what Iron Man could not. So Modoc mug is sitting in my sink right now, probably beyond repair, unless I do one of those fancy Jap- Japanese things where you you fix it with gold, melting gold. <laughs> Please do. Can you, can you Kylo Ren it? <laughs> I, the 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 point here is uh, Modoc mug is no more, which really wasn't even necessary because now I have a giant mug of hot chocolate essentially for the commentary track. And I've got a mummy juice mug, and I've got two boots next to me, both filled with beer. I can't even get drunk tonight, because there's an <laughs> off chance someone might call me in two hours and ask me to save a Fortune 60 company. And you killed Modoc. And I killed Modoc. I killed one of my favorite... Did I, got... Did I tell you guys I got the Tiki Modoc mug, though, from, from Mondo? Oh, son of Modoc mug. They were, they, were, they were doing a buy one, get one. And I'm like, I want Fin Fang Foom. I'll, I'll take Modoc as a freebie. So I do have his replacement. It's not the same. He's not, yeah. That one didn't try to kill you. That's true. In true Modoc fashion, this mug hasn't tried to murder me, which is a bummer. Also, it's not painted. It's it's just like one color. It's like a a bone white variant. That means you gotta paint it. I don't think I can. That seems hard. That seems like it would just wash off. Oh, that kind of attitude. Well, it's the only attitude I got. Defeated. God, is it possible that this commentary is going to be haunted by the ghost of Mur- Modoc Mug? 
Are any of us famous enough to get a hold of Patton Oswalt to do color commentary on me destroying his fucking mug face? I like that this makes this this makes this the evilest big ass pumpkin day yet. You you committed murder before recording. I destroyed my child. I've abandoned my boy. I love that mug. I love that mug. I honestly needed more space in my cabinet so I'm not too broken up. But I, I killed one of my favorite mugs for a, for a commentary joke drink. So everyone at home, fuck you. We're we're going into this. Everyone, uh, <laughs> if you want to drink along with us tonight, as we watch, uh, what is this, Black Pumpkin? Black Black Pumpkin, yeah. Black Pumpkin. If you want to uh, drink with us tonight, the drink of choice, you are gonna need two ounces of creme de coco, one pack of a uh, hot chocolate mix. I chose the pumpkin spice mix to go along with the Black Pumpkin. Uh, you're gonna need eight ounces of milk heated up hot. I didn't have milk. I forgot to make a, uh, get a grocery run in today. So I have eight ounces of hot creamer, eight ounces of hot cream, uh, two ounces of vanilla vodka, uh, top it off the whipped cream, and one drop of orange food dye. Uh, anyways, uh, to make this drink, it's pretty simple. Take your favorite mug, make sure it's not microwave safe. <laughs> Put the hot milk or creamer in there and then make it hot. Make it boiling hot in the microwave so it, it destroys your mug. Then then pour it into a different mug so you won't be able to drink that after it falls apart. <clears throat> Stir in the alcohols. <laughs> Get a good blend and then cover it with vanilla cream or whipped cream. And the orange food dye is obviously optional, but if you don't want something that looks like regular hot chocolate, maybe a little more Halloween-y, you, you can use that orange dye. I, oh, I forgot to try my monstrosity. This one's probably delicious. Hold on. I'm still broken up about Morgan's mug. Not bad. That's a good drink. Tasty. I, I would honestly, this one's good. Doesn't necessarily remind me that much of Halloween, but you could have this for Thanksgiving and go, yeah, I can forget Grandma now if I just chug this whole thing. Just throw some pumpkin pie spice in there. Um, but is it well, that, that's to... why I went with the pumpkin pie uh, hot chocolate mix. It's it's yeah. got the pumpkin spice, baby. That's true. Sure. Was it worth destroying Modoc mug for though? I feel a little better because I almost never use the mug I put it in, and this is my Bevo Fox mug. Uh, Bevo used to be a mascot for like the the Miller Bush Beer Company from the Depression era. So this mug is just a fox. Wearing a green coat, a tan button-up shirt, red pants, black boots. He's holding a beer with his name on it, and he's gnawing a bone. That's how very, how very a you of it, and b fantastic, Mister Fox. It's very fantastic, Mister Fox, but Depression era. So I feel like this is the first episode where we've gotten into the night's drink before starting the episode. <laughs> well, I, I was on a roll. Modoc mug had to be eulogized. The it's Big Ass Pumpkin Day. We're six minutes in. We can't go back, baby. Happy Big Ass Pumpkin Day. I hope you haven't murdered your favorite mug, folks at home. <laughs> I, hope, I hope that's not on your conscience. I hope you're living clean. Jesus Christ. I hope you're having a happy holiday. Folks who are listening to this and have never experienced Big Ass Pumpkin Day, welcome to the cult. A Big Ass Pumpkin Day is a holiday where we celebrate... What else? Big-ass pumpkins! Pumpkins that are abnormally large or got a lot of guts, baby. Typically celebrate on the 14th or the second Saturday of the month if you're nasty. Big-ass pumpkin day invites all uh, who want a second Halloween but don't know how to ask for it. 
We're giving you permission. Keep celebrating. Getting spooky all the time. I'm your host, Cody. This is Box Office Pulse. We're doing this Benjamin Button style. I guess it's getting younger as we go on. I should have already introduced my host before myself to continue on the Benjamin Buttoning of this episode. But, forgive me. Uh, joining me tonight for this commentary on Black Pumpkin, a movie I have zero idea what it's about, are my co-hosts Mike. Say hello, Mike. Can... can... Can this now be a, like a, a thing every year for Big Ass Pumpkin Day where someone has to sacrifice their favorite mug to the Big Ass Pumpkin? Typically, we just carve a pumpkin. So I like this because I didn't bring a pumpkin. This is my penance. There you go. If you, Yes, that's it. If you don't have a Big Ass Pumpkin to carve, I got a Big Ass Pumpkin just the other day. Yeah, oh, are you going to carve a Big Ass Pumpkin tonight for us, Mike? I, 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 I don't have carving utensils. Go fuck yourself. Anyways, my other co-host, Jamie. Say hello, Jamie. You know, I know nothing about the movie that we're watching tonight other than just uh, what a quick Google search told me. I'm still really pushing for a black exploitation throwback. It's about like a local radio DJ in the 70s who gets pushed too far by the authorities and becomes like a, a, a pro-Halloween uh, vigilante. Oh, I assumed you meant, like, it's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown, only the pumpkin has soul. Ooh, I like that. Also, for those interested, uh, so you can watch along with us if you so choose, it's on Tubi, it's on Amazon Prime, it came out in 2018, and it's directed by Ryan McGonigal. It's an amazing movie. The movie is name. Black Pumpkin. Black Pumpkin. I don't Black think we've pumpkin. actually said this enough. Black Pumpkin. Also, I, I was looking up uh, Ryan McGonigal. Um not his writing or directing credits, which are almost non-existent, but his acting credits, which fascinate me. Um, and I, I would just like to read a couple, uh, just like choice, choice ones here. Um, Little Nicky, basketball fan. Oh. Spider-Man wrestler. Ooh. Oh, was he the guy in the, was he the guy in the, like the, the, I'm the wondering. holding out? Like, my leg! I'm wondering, honestly, Austin Powers and Gold member, Disco Dancer. Oh, my God. Uh, Bruce Almighty, Lottery Riot Hooligan. <laughs> Beer Fest, Drunk Irish Fan. Balls of Fury, Ping Pong Coach. The Dark Knight, a banker. Holy shit. The this wrestler, guy is everywhere. Wrestler. He was the Vera wrestler? Um, Verona 3D, Drunk Guy. Holy shit. Bloody Bobby, which I think is also a movie he may have or something this is, okay um, jamie and i were talking about this bloody bobby is apparently what black pumpkin is about and we didn't know if this was like an actual urban legend or if this was a short movie that inspired oh yeah he plays big dick mcgee in both of <laughs> in, in both bloody bobby black pumpkin and something called the legend of fall creek so oh that's like his jay and silent bob it's his recurring character <laughs> okay what a career. I'm honestly jealous. This is fantastic. I would give anything to be an extra in like half of those movies. Yeah, most of these are uncredited. Uh, I like that this is this movie has the pedigree of being directed by the greatest extra of all time. All right, he was in IWF. What's IWF? Okay, who was he in IWF? Mike's not even going to respond to that. He's just <laughs> I, You know what? I'm zoned in now. It, it's a, it was a wrestling company. Okay, yeah. No. Uh, uh, I hope at home. Computer and hats. To, to paint a mental picture of you, uh, of the situation, I am sitting at my laptop in a folding chair, holding a Boris Karloff mummy mug in one hand filled with a drink called a graveyard that we've explained in a different commentary. It's just 13 different alcohols. It's bad. Honestly, it's okay, but it's, you shouldn't drink it. It'll kill you. 
And in my other hand is Bebo Fox, the mug with hot chocolate, boozy hot chocolate. And I am just alternating sips because I have to get rid of both of these drinks. So things are going well. Not to mention the boots. What I'm enjoying my sangria. What? Oh, classing it up. Hey, going full soccer mom with us tonight. Jamie, is it a box sangria? Uh, no, it, it was bottled. I, I, I did uh, make the effort of drinking it out of something that wasn't made of something that, was, that used to be alive, which mm-hmm. I think counts. I mean, my experience of wine, I know jack shit about wine. I mostly enjoy them out of bags because you get the pleasure <laughs> of slapping the bag. Saying slap the bag and then and then chugging from a nozzle that five other people have drank out of and just hoping you're not gonna get COVID. I'm just I'm just imagining you drinking wine out of just like a plastic sack. That's how we do it at summer camp. That's how I was trained. You just you just you just have like a five gallon baggie with a spigot at the end and you just chug it, chug it, chug until you are a wine full. What, like you're a fucking forest person drinking out of their rainwater pouch? Summer camp's a different experience, but yes, that's an accurate way to say it. It gives maybe too much dignity to the experience, but I'll take it. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. After this hot chocolate, going back to the mummy juice, I'm really realizing how much alcohol is inside of this Boris Karloff. Hey, at least it's not a Lon Chaney mug. You'd be dead. That's true. This is... <laughs> it took a second for that joke to sink in. But <laughs> <laughs> it's because of all the alcohol. I'm pretty sure if I were to, uh, this is a joke I've stolen from the Simpsons, I'm sure. If I were to burp and someone had a lighter, it would just cause a fireball that would destroy my apartment. Can we start the commentary now? Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm going to count to three. After I say three, we will press play. Is everyone, is everyone ready at home? I'll assume that's a yes. Get out your pumpkins, everybody. One. Two. Three. It's a oh. little late now. I should Uncorked have entertainment. That's a good sign. <laughs> hey, baby, I'm already ready. I, I should have mentioned this earlier. Um, if folks are interested in actually watching along with us and they, they mistrust Amazon, this film is actually available on DVD through Walmart right now. I saw one at my local Walmart just sitting there on DVD, Black Pumpkin. I, I think it was $10. I am always surprised at the amount of direct-to-video slime that pops up in Walmart. Like, uh, at the store I work with, we have, like, an entire section that's just shitty direct-to-video horror movies and Hallmark Channel movies. Can we take a moment to see how comfortable this dude looks? Oh, Night of the Living Dead. They gotta find a new, like, non-like, public They really do, yeah. Use Carter of Souls, goddammit. Right? Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, there's got to be other stuff that's fallen out of use. But uh, I, I'm very frustrated with Walmart because I'll go there and they'll have Shutter movies that I'm always really excited to see. And they're DVD only. Like they never uh, that carry bothers the me so much. I, I keep forgetting that Shutter puts out Blu-rays. Yeah, like I, 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 I'm so tempted. Every time I go there, they have the cleansing hour on DVD, which is a movie I really enjoyed and I would I would love to buy. But I know as soon as I waste $10 on the DVD, the Blu-ray is going to pop around somewhere for $15. And I can't just find buying that movie twice. Well, what, I, what I do love is Shudder has so much rack space in, like, in Walmarts and Targets that they're pretty much the horror section now. Like oh, every sure. third horror movie is, is a Shudder exclusive. I get really excited going to Walmart because I'll see stuff I never thought would actually be sold in physical media. Like, oh shit, there's Creepshow. There's, uh, 
just you name it any any like special produced by shutter just happens to show up there but it's dvd only fucking fried what? berry came out this week seeing a, a fried you actually berry have fried DVD berry amazed me and that blew my mind holy shit uh one thing that that bothers me though is and i'm blaming walmart for this maybe it's <laughs> not walmart's fault but i assume it is there was a movie shutter has called stay out of the fucking attic and it is sold now in Walmart, and every time I see it sold in a Walmart, the official title of the movie is just changed to Stay Out of the Attic. They removed the fucking... That they didn't even, bothers- like, censor it. It's just gone. It just says Stay Out of the Attic. And I bought the movie on Blu-ray from Amazon, and it just says Stay Out of the Attic. So I, I think because they wanted to sell this movie in actual, like, retail stores, <laughs> they had to neuter the name. Oh, Ugh, pumpkin! Walmart pumpkin. Has- Walmart has a weirdly long history of changing the names of physical media they they put out. That's why I blame Walmart. But I mean, like I said, I got my copy through Amazon, and that was changed too, so it wasn't just Walmart's version of it. But I assume they just changed the, the name of the movie to make it go through fucking Walmart. Oh, look at all those DVD copies of Zack and Miri. Period. <laughs> I never knew that. They actually removed make a porno. They got rid of that half they, the time. Yeah, they did that almost, um, like immediately for the home video release. They were no. doing that when it was in theaters. That movie got a quick name change. Remember when like theaters were mad about Hellboy being called Hellboy? Like some theaters <laughs> actually like changed the name to Heckboy on the marquees. Uh does anyone else see just like Clancy Brown's younger, weirder brother <laughs> with this guy? This guy has my life. Oh, boy. Mike, I hope you're not using an ice pick. That'll come back to kill you every time. We've all seen Friday the 13th Part 2. I, said, I love we this dude. Black pumpkins, by the way? Do we just have to paint our own? I think you just gotta... Yeah. I wanna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna paint my pumpkin black. I've got some cuttlefish ink, Mike. Uh, you don't even have to... to just a Oh, nice. You, you do it like it's the uh, Paleolithic era. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Just, just a little bit of that goes a long way. Plus, it makes the pumpkin salty. So, if you want to lick it... Mm. Mm-hmm. Always eat your pumpkin. Uh, honestly, though, I got some cuttlefish dye for, for black dye and cocktails, and that shit is potent. A drop of that will, will just stain anything black. Also, very <laughs> salty. This so dude we'll, escalated, uh, by the way. He immediately grabbed the gun. He saw the freaky pump. He's like, fuck this. I, I don't I know, know what kind of nonsense is going on. It's Hell Knight. I assume he's in Michigan. Oh. Uh, Officer, no. No, the pumpkin killed through killed the him. peephole. It was the pumpkin. I'm telling you, it was the pumpkin. Don't trust pumpkins. As far as people kills go, I'm trying to think of the movies that have done this. There's obviously Saw 2 where it's, you know, the guy looks through there and he gets blasted through the eye. Pretty good reveal. But I think the creme de la creme is still opera, right? Oh, yeah. Where the bullet, like, you see the bullets spinning through and going through, like, the back of the person's head and everything's in slow-mo for, like, five minutes as the person dies from looking through the people and getting shot. And it blows up the phone. Like, that's the best part. Yes! Oh, that's the incidental damage really sells it. Uh, I'm trying to think of other movies that have done the people kill. There's the remake of Don't Be Afraid of the Dark, where the the kind of fairies take a... The pumpkin had a gun! The pumpkin was armed! <laughs> the rocking chair pumpkin. Uh... Oh man, this bop is going to be fucking my new ringtone. 
<laughs> I love this. Zombie Halloween fun coming from the grave. Also, I, Is this movie I, secretly I, awesome? I love the calling card of the pumpkin fucking knife to the dude's chest like this is Lord Pumpkin going on a fucking <laughs> spray. <laughs> Yummy Halloween fun. But anyways, uh, fucking uh, don't be afraid of the dark. The, the, the fairies take like an ice pick and they jam it through the keyhole after... Uh, Katie Holmes is like stood up and walked away. So you know they just miss her, and she doesn't notice the you know three inch blade that goes through the the lock. That one's fun, but you don't get to actually see a murder that way, so it feels like a bit of a cheat. So this is a sign of a great film. We just had to watch uh, six minutes of nothing happening, and then we get the credits over a black background. <laughs> God, I love that drum line. Do 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 do. I, I am, I am like enjoying Genesis this. Like Genesis is here, like we're gonna see. <laughs> I'm very confused why the credits are like flying at us like this. This is very '90s. I I don't have a problem with that. This is, reminds me of Halloween Three, where you get the disco version of the theme, bit, yeah. and all of a sudden the fonts just flying at you like Halloween. How much do you think they had to pay? Because they they got like a, a customized Halloween font, right, to use here. Not Seems not like customized it. for their movie. They like bought it from a website that has Halloween fonts. Uh, I feel like forty eight dollars. Forty eight bucks. I wish we knew so we could actually do a comparison. Oh shit! We're jumping ten years later. Who else there's, is that pumpkin killed? There is a legacy to this pumpkin murder. All right, we have our Halloween homage to someone putting on a mask and walking to the doors. Um. It seems very artificial compared to the jankiness of the Halloween opening, though, which is kind of. Let's say it looks like they just threw a Photoshop layer over it. Yeah, it's very smooth, which is one of the things I honestly love about the original Halloween. When they have the POV of young Michael Myers, like that camera's bouncing around because they had what twenty days to film that movie, and they had a fucking like five minute opening tracking shot. Yeah, if you're doing a POV shot, you you do it handheld. You you don't need a you don't need a Steadicam. Don't use a steady cam. No stabilizers. No stabilizers. Yeah, it looks awkward. Is that dude just editing? <laughs> He's actually I mean, also, doing the movie. That edit this one fast. Doing it live. That's how live, live this movie was made. <laughs> I like how we criticize like we've actually made a film, but <laughs> as a viewer, a connoisseur, our entire career of criticizing f- th- things we haven't actually done ourselves. Oh, that's true. I just really like this because there's the black bars of, like, the Amazon page, and then there's the not-quite-black of the mask. It just looks like you're looking at a ninja. (laughs) Also, it's, like, not the way an actual human head moves. Like, this guy's gliding in weird ways and, like, turned halfway into doors and stuff. Also, I like her big-ass retro Game Boy that's on her shelf there. Oh, yeah. No, she's got vinyls on the wall. I I don't know, ten years past the first murders. Oh, that dude seemed to be watching Eye of the Living Dead on a flat screen tube TV somehow. Yeah, yeah had, so that had the weird 20, 2018. Yeah, this is yeah. it was made. Oh, wait. It was made. We all, the fuck does anything take place? There was a poster on the wall of that girl's room that said 20 something. I think 18? 2018, yeah. Okay. okay. Also, Cody and I, this is like the only other thing we know about this movie. Uh, Cody and I found out this was filmed in 2018 not released until mid-december of 2020 it had two years and it still missed halloween seems about right 
two things. One, the sister really should put on pants. <laughs> I mean, I've Thanks. never been a sister, but I feel like if my sister had walked around in just it's panties, it would have been weird for everyone. Yeah, it's it's very awkward. Also, there's a, there's a five year gap between me and my sister, so probably comparable, maybe to like what we got going on, on screen here. And I'd be like, this is fucking weird, and she would have been, this is weird. Also, whipped cream for breakfast is fucking disgusting. What? Shut up, Mike. I'm not a no. breakfast guy, but I, I feel like whipped cream's fine. I like I'm drinking whipped cream right now, Mike. I didn't say there's anything wrong with whipped cream. Whipped cream for you don't want to start your day with any kind of dairy that's not being like diluted by something like cereal. America is very like, hey, good morning. Here's just sugar. Just eat a bag of sugar. Sugar and stimulants. Are are you guys smack talking waffles? No. What Good, the fuck did that have to do with what 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 did Well waffles covered in maple syrup? That's sugary. It's all sugar. Yeah, but oh, it's being yeah. absorbed by the waffle, so it's it's diluted and, and to a certain extent. I mean, but yeah, you eat the waffles. Syrup is not like a sugar. strictly dessert thing though. Man, I'm just thinking of waffles. Waffles are fucking great. Chicken waffles. I don't understand. Sorry. I don't understand why people are big into pancakes when we have waffles. Like they trap yeah, the they, syrup so it doesn't go anywhere. There's waffles no There's no reason to eat a pancake when waffles are an option. There's plenty of reason to eat pancakes. Pancakes are fucking amazing. No, no, I want to, I want to, I want to throw down about this. Uh, they're like, they're, they're it, two it, completely it, different things as well. Like they're made completely differently and have different ingredients in them. See, I was not aware of that. I, I've always just uh, uh, thrown regular pancake mix into waffle irons. You're saying there's a different recipe for for a waffle? There's yes, waffle if you're mixes. if you're if you're making homemade waffles or homemade pancakes, not out of the box, there's is actually a different recipe. Actually, in the box, there is actually different instructions. One thing I would like to mention: one, this I know a lot about nothing cabin. useful. <laughs> we have a van called the Stabbin' Wabin. Stabbin' Cabin. Wabin. No, Stabbin' Wabin. Stabbin' Wabin. Uh, the Stabbin' Cabin. Two, this guy was pulling ghost face levels of clumsiness trying to steal the backpack from a kid. I like the masks, though. They got kicked. He this fell This seems over. like a lot of effort to steal a backpack from just like a random child. I agree. But what I, what I was going to segue into was the fact that we need more clumsy killers. I absolutely love how Ghostface looks like he should get his ass kicked by 9 out of 10 Survivor Girls. Jason Voorhees very rarely stumbles or falls over. Even Freddy, like, most of the time that guy's got his shit together. I, I'm Ghostface to is lucky to kill anyone. That guy fucking oh, like, yeah, gets rocked constantly, and I love it. Oh, Ghostface is a uh, old silent film comedy star, the slasher killer. <laughs> Buster um, Keaton, and, Keaton if he decided to stab. I am going to disagree. Until Jason became undead, he was very clumsy. Hmm. He was falling Jason down was... stairs, tripping. I mean, go back and rewatch the the first, like, four. Particularly part three is hilarious. As I said, I feel like four, he probably started to get his shit together more so than the earlier ones. A little bit, the yeah. the hockey mask, he started to get his whole thing together. Although four is where he's defeated by Corey Feldman. The Barker Brothers. Oh, shit. Action hobo. Also, speaking of um, maybe a kid hitting the sugar a little bit too much in the morning... I'm just Why saying. does Jesus have a gun? <laughs> Jesus would have a gun. 
I, I think the better question is... Shoots why, the kid as soon as he says, Diablo said, bang! Why, why is he wearing um, a scarf over his... That's tucked into the fucking belt. That is a fashion Doctor statement. Doctor Who has hit some rough times. <laughs> oh my god, the, the fuck... Does the... It actually says Doctor Who on the rope. Bloody Bobby. Oh, shut up. We're about to hear the legend of Bloody Bobby. I'm so curious. Is Bloody Bobby like a regional thing? Is that like an actual urban legend somewhere? Like in fucking Utica? They have Bloody Bobby? Or is this just something entirely made up for this movie series? Thank you, kind stranger. He's so kind. Well, he that was, and then he's calling pork chop, and they told him, get up way. and shut up. So, he, like, he, he turned on a dime. He's wearing jeans underneath it. Yeah, bye. Before you end up in a creepy guy's basement. That's make fun of the movie. That's actually a pretty good joke. Oh, he left his doodad. Guys, you can take the masks off now. No, look, it's, look, it's like I, the I like the night. dude they in the background they just wear who didn't know he was. he's now in Black Pumpkin. <laughs> Mike, are you suggesting these guys stole shots without permits? It's possible they own this town. <laughs> so much power. Rock also... music playing to this kid fucking <laughs> bicycling down is just like, that's my aesthetic now. Oh god, the vans are coming! Also, he is terrible on that bicycle. He's swerving all over the place. He's got all the road. There's no one else coming around. I don't think he's very good on a bike. He's not really rushing. Oh, he left his ship behind. Oh, like the they got to make America great, great again. Uh, we know what these, these guys two are, are about. clearly villains. The stabbing cabin people are Trumpers. Fuck them. That other dude looks like he tried to. Um... Get surgery to look like Mark Hamill, circa Return of the Jedi, and it failed. Huh? <laughs> he just became Christmas special, Mark Hamill. I do appreciate the over-the-top uh, Foley sound effects of, like, bodily punches. Just thump, pump! They're, like, really good over-the-top archive sounds and people just getting fucking whacked. You also, come I'm buckets. Also, I'm sorry, but this has been in my head ever since the, we had the waffle and pancake conversation. Which is, hey, these are just square pancakes. Oh, sorry, honey, the waffle iron's in the shop. <laughs> <laughs> waffle iron's always in the shop. Uh. <laughs> also, I, I did look it up, and a Bloody Bobby is was created by this director... But seems to have a presence due to how long this dude has been trying to get this movie made. Oh. I was really hoping there's like an actual urban legend like Mad Mad Mars, you know, just kind of influencing filmmakers just take that thing and run with it. I'm just fascinated that this was a passion project by somebody. And now he has like a cinematic universe based around Bloody Bobby. I mean, Shit. I should point Put this out to people at home. On. We are we are giving some shit to this movie, but honestly, it is not designed to be one hundred percent serious. Like there, there's no, it's clearly a comedy. I mean, I don't I don't know what the if this is going to turn out to be a good movie or not. To be fair, yeah, like they're they're trying to be funny, so we're laughing along with it, not at their efforts. I want to make that clear. 
<laughs> on the off chance the director ever listens to this, like, what assholes? Like, well, yes, but we are on your side. Yeah, we're just having fun right now. Unless you know, you know, if you shit the bed, we 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 will honestly I'll not never really forgive do you. Yeah, we're still we'll still have a good time. It doesn't really matter. You're not going to uh, jacko us. What was the what was the movie we watched last year? What the fuck was that called? Last time we watched a Scooby Doo movie. Yeah, we watched oh, yeah. the uh, the greatest Happy Scooby Halloween movie Scooby-Doo. ever made. Yeah, it was, so, okay, it was the year before. What was the one with the fucking really bad one? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it's called. They, they all blend together. I remember the logo I made for it. That was about it. <laughs> hey, Brickettsville. Oh wait. Mike, as a person from, like, the Maryland area of the world, isn't there a Burkittsville? Yes. Oh, these kids are liars. Oh, God, the Pumpkin Carver was the one before. Uh, pumpkin Carver, that was yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fun fact, the uh, Burkittsville fucking hated Blair Witch for many I years imagine. when it came out, but it's since kind of embraced it and embraced the, like, dumbass tourism that comes with it. I imagine it's a mix, because there's, like, even Salem gets a lot of the locals apparently pissed off about having to deal with like tourists like who want to see all the witch stuff but they still have like the Salem Horror Fest and all of the other celebrations of the holiday so if you remember it seems like it's a mix in the sci-fi documentary that came out to promote Blair Witch they had Burgettsville have like uh you can get the Blair Witch which is like a sand like a themed sandwich and I think they've since adopted it <laughs> and what you is can't on a Blair get that Witch? down Burgettsville or at least you could at one point in like some pub Mike, what do you think is on a Blair Witch sandwich? Because I, if I were making a, the Blair Witch as a drink, it would just be a lot of gin to represent pine trees. But I don't know as a sandwich what you'd do. Yeah, I don't really know what you'd Because you don't want to mix too... I guess juniper berries? You'd probably use a lot of juniper. But that would sandwich? get, you know... You could use juniper in a sandwich, but I feel like it would be That's so weird. much, it would be fucking brutal. You need a strong bread like ciabatta. But you'd also, you know, that, but ciabatta doesn't really fit. You want to use like a farm, like a rye bread or a, or, a, or a farmer's bread, you know, something a little bit more old. Oh, here's a fun one. Okay, so in Wisconsin, there there's like a, a, a Depression era tradition that's kind of lived on in parts of the state. It's, it's a little less common called a cannibal sandwich where you get uh, rye bread, like in a little snack form. They're little tiny squares of rye bread. And then you put a, a schmear of raw hamburger over top of that. And then you get raw onions and you put those over top of it. And then another little slice of rye bread and you eat that. It's called a cannibal sandwich. It is legitimately a thing Wisconsinites still do. Just eating raw hamburger and raw onion on rye bread. Why does so much of the food you describe to us sound like if you ate it, you would die and the chef would go to jail? <laughs> um, so, so the thing like, those is, those are mass I mean, slaughter burgers you're talking about. Back in the day, yeah, back in the day, I don't know how they did it, but if if you want a modern day cannibal sandwich, you go to like a good deli and you get the top grade of uh, hamburger available. So it's it's less likely to give you some sort of food poisoning from just eating raw meat. Like it's it's a tradition enough in Wisconsin where if you were to go to a good deli, 
and say, I'm having a cannibal sandwich, they would know what cut of beef essentially to give you where it shouldn't kill you. Shouldn't. Shouldn't. I mean, you're still eating raw meat. Like, it's, it's, you know, raw meat with a pinch of salt on top. Like, there's no cooking involved. We did this last Christmas at my house because I mentioned to my dad, he's like, oh yeah, we had those all the time as a kid. And then he decided to like to just share the tradition. Jamie, don't you have that in Alabama? Isn't there some form of like, <laughs> we just eat raw pigs? Oh, they just throw you into a pig pen and you have to take them down with your bare teeth? <laughs> That's a little different. Ours is pretty, pretty made. I don't know. <laughs> do, you, do you have to go through the grinder? See, I like how you descri- you're describing all that. And a couple of weeks ago, I accidentally ordered a medium rare hamburger. And, like, just assumed I was going to just die immediately afterwards. No, that's how I always get my burgers. Medium rare. Mostly because that's how I get my steaks. So, like, when they ask me what temperature I want my burger, I'm like, I don't fucking know. That's how I get my – that's how I like my steaks. With burger, you really want a bit more consistency in there. Especially if you're getting surprised with a medium rare burger. I get thrown off when they ask me what temperature I want my burger cooked. I'm like, fucking don't you know? You're the chef. (laughs) They asked me that and I panicked. Like, what the what the fuck? I don't I don't know. Cook it. So I, I normally default to my my steak order, which maybe isn't smart. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, there's something disconcerting to me about a soft hamburger patty, especially if something oozes out of it that isn't uh, delicious burger juice. Jamie, it sounds like you just want a smash burger, <laughs> like very thin yeah. and cooked all the way through. Also, right, this is like... very, if you need the kid from It, but you can't get the kid from <laughs> It. <laughs> He's too busy recording, like, Are You Afraid of the Dark Season 3? I will say, as a kid, uh, in my science class, I recorded a video with a buddy uh, about a man being transformed into an ant's size and having to infiltrate an ant colony to blow it up with a bomb. <laughs> and uh, to, to make the ant costume, because we were students that had no money in middle school, we just took an ice cream bucket and cut a visor into it, and then taped some <laughs> straws to the head for antennae. And my friend Eric also wore a vacuum tube. Like, we took the tube off the vacuum and just taped it to his side so we had extra arms. And we, we just used that. And it was a, a, a shitty video, for sure. Just us spouting ant facts along the way to, to try and make the grade. But my favorite part of it was... <laughs> We get to the end, and we were supposed to transform the agent back to full size. And the agent he's talking to is like, you've done your country proud, son. Now let us know where we are, and we'll transform you. And he accidentally <laughs> steps on the ant agent, and we just we had a ketchup packet we just stepped on. <laughs> taped to the bottom of the guy's shoe, so there's just a giant red puddle. And we, the agent just goes, oh. And then we cut to credits. And our, our teacher loved this video so much, he showed it to three other years of class, like... <laughs> Next three years just kept showing this video that had, I would say, almost no educational value. I I like that you were the gold standard, which other students will measure it up against. Just for years, him showing this video of like, what if uh, we murdered one of the students wearing a vacuum cleaner tube? That'd be fun, right? You know, I am kind of digging the like the R-rated goosebumps thing kind of going on. Yeah, that is an unfound kind of area because typically, you make a kids' horror film, you either have to make it super super G, 
So it's only fun for kids that are very young, where we have to play kind of coy, go like the Goosebumps route, where you have like adult jokes mixed in that the kids are going to understand, but they shouldn't understand. But that only hits like a PG-13 vibe. Yeah. Even I would say like the reboot of Are You Afraid of the Dark is is aiming for like a PG-13 while playing at a cool PG. Very much. Oh, the new Are You Afraid of the Dark is brilliant for making you feel like you're watching an adult movie when you're watching a Nickelodeon production. I would say the first two seasons are pretty good at that. Like the second season actually has some, I would say, really good scares for a kid's show. I need to watch that. It's fun. I would recommend it. You can get it at Target for like 12 bucks on DVD. It has six episodes too, so it's fairly long comparison to the first season. But again, this is something different where it's clearly going for more of an R rating, <laughs> but with a kid cast and some teens. As we segue into version talk. <laughs> so all this, all this talk about Diablo's Den is just making me feel like we're, we're about to go into uh, the, the brothel from Bordello of Blood. Mm. The titty twister. <laughs> Thankfully, Dennis Miller is not a, here. I would love to make a tiki bar called Diablo's Den. <laughs> Please do. I, w- I would love that so much. Uh, See, I want recently... Dante's Inferno's Club from Beetlejuice. Oh, that'd be cool too. Uh, I recently went to Chicago, so I finally got to go to Three Dots and a Dash. And boy, was that expensive, but a good time. Uh, I also found out the hard way. There's a drink that was served with a bread soaked in 151 and then lit on fire. Bread shouldn't the f- soak. Uh, <laughs> this this bread was pure booze. Burnt booze. Uh, once the fire went out, my friend was like, what is this? And he took a smell and was like, oh, this smells bad. And he took a little nibble and he kind of reacted weird to it, but he wouldn't describe it. So then I took a full bite of it, only to not realize I was taking a full shot, essentially, of alcohol. Because 151 is just an insanely high proof. So I, I ate bread that was more alcohol than bread. Wasn't expected. It was burnt, so it was like a weird burnt alcohol taste. And if you were sober, if you had this, it would have instantly just knocked you drunk. Weird experience. It My tongue went numb for ten minutes. <laughs> Not an exaggeration. I couldn't taste anything for several minutes after that because the alcohol just fucking beat the shit out of my tongue. I just imagine, like, uh, Carl Urban coming out of a corner and pronouncing, he has numb tongue. Numb tongue. So is anyone else disappointed in your community's Halloween decorations? Like, looking at the movie now, we just have a fence decorated in fake cobwebs. That's cool. (laughs) I will always... Communities are supposed to do fucking Halloween decorations. I, you know, it's never really happened. I'm as, always as a, happy when some houses show up with some Halloween decks, but it's rare. Yeah, I feel like as a kid, there were more places that kind of dressed up and we would have a couple of houses into the mood and you'd stream those into a yeah. neighborhood. But as an oh. adult now, I look around and Madison, I'm not seeing too many people that are really decked out. It's weird. There's one place like I love. The 90s and like, yeah. wow, actually Halloween was kind of big, like in the, like the 80s and the 90s and shit, and then just slowly died off more and more every year. It seemed to get stranger dangered away, like very slowly over the two thousands. I remember there was a a ton of evangelical pushback against Halloween celebrations uh, mm. during the Bush administration. I think that that's where they kind of lost 
cities like being really into it i know i think i've explained this before on the show but i like had a halloween dance at school canceled essentially because of religious parents complained that they couldn't have a halloween dance so we had to turn it into a fall festival Ugh. it's like black roses all over again it didn't help that i though really in the 2000s when the christmasing of pretty much the year started to creep yeah. in and that's mm. when it started to happen sooner and sooner and sooner. If I can get so now Christmas is now. just the one holiday that exists now. Mm. So I've been waiting for all the Halloween shit to arrive at all my local stores since like August, and Michael's has slowly been trotting it out, really slowly. And so it finally all really dropped in about the last week of September. And this week, they have started putting in their Thanksgiving and Christmas decorations one aisle over. So, like, Halloween, they fucking relegate to, eh, you, you get a month. Thanksgiving and Christmas, you can have several months. You can you can just take over the whole fucking end of the quarter. Oh, at, the store, at the store I work, we've pretty much just done all three at once the past three years, and it's fucking infuriating. So ridiculous. Uh Here's a weird thing, though, I, I think kind of adds to it. I don't know if anybody's noticed. Why are Halloween decorations the most expensive of the decorations? They no matter what it is. so high. Like for one decorate, like one just normal, like sit out on a table Halloween decoration, I could get like four Christmas decorations. Like Christmas is a cheap whore. Well, that I, I, feel, I don't deny, but I, I like think that adds. More... I think that has a lot to do with it as well. It's just it's fucking really expensive to buy Halloween shit for no reason. Well, uh, Halloween shit seems to have at least slightly more artistry put into it. How Christmas shit is just paint something red and green. Well, the, red and green the artistry and like, shit Happy like hidings or some bullshit on side. It's fine. Yeah, well, the uh, the artistry shit, like the animatronics or, like, the bigger things, like, that I understand. I think some of it's still way overpriced, but I understand. But, like, just, like, the same level of shit is what I don't understand. Like, are we watching a Christmas video <laughs> game right now? I was trying to figure that out. I can't tell if it's, like, melted Stay Puft Marshmallow Man or if it's snow. Some amazing beards in this movie. The real deal, Mike. We're not glue on beard territory. We're in make the actor grow that shit territory. Still think that kid's hair is fake, though. Bloody Bobby, bloody Bobby. Give us a clip. Give us a clip. But seriously, like a plastic pumpkin for some reason costs more than like in some ornate fucking like. Christmas tree uh, decoration or something. It's fucking weird to me. Oh, you can get a plastic Christmas tree for like $35 now. A Halloween lawn ornament, it'll cost you like 80 I will say, and maybe this is because I don't understand signs, but recently at Target, I bought like a plasma coil skull. You know, like the kind of thing where it like it shoots out electricity and if you touch the, the, the globe, like it goes to your fingertip for fifteen dollars. And I'm like, wow, 
this seems way too fancy for $15. So I was I was thinking Halloween was cheap when uh, I was at that point. So I was not expecting them to get all uh, Sherlock with this. <laughs> Stoner dick. Brittany really loves the caps lock. Oh, I thought they were literally just there. Ah, <laughs> uh, stoners. See, my, okay, my problem here is I'm offering a real criticism. In the text, they go, who is that behind you? But they didn't pause the text long enough for me to see what would have actually been behind her for me to feel scared. <laughs> and I guess it was just the doll stapled to the tree, which I don't think another person would look at and be like, yeah, that's a person who's behind you. That, that was an extreme reaction. I mean, those are common in horror movies. Like, you know, every time a cat pops out, someone has to have an aneurysm. I like the wet sound that made. Uh, was the doll going to start bleeding? Bloody Bobby, bloody Bobby. I like bloody Bobby. I mean, I know we haven't really seen him yet, but I, I, I like his thing. I like his aesthetic. I like his vibe. I, I like what he's got going on. I'd vote for bloody Bobby. All right, that was Bobby Kennedy's nickname, right? <laughs> well, after a certain point of his career, yes. Jesus Christ. Kids, turn off a couple lights. <laughs> Oh, she doesn't even know Bloody Bobby. Okay, I don't. I don't mean to disparage anybody in this movie because it's so far. I'm. I'm actually quite enjoying it. But um, anytime she does anything, I do want to say, acting, acting. <laughs> I, on a more serious note, people always act like someone was murdered in this house. My God, I can't live here. I I feel like I would intentionally look for murder houses because it's going to drive down the retail value. It's true, yeah. Oh, the house uh, we lived in when I was in my early teens, uh, a dude, a drug dealer was gunned down in my bedroom, and my sisters and I would go through the house on the weekends trying to like find hidden drug caches, because we were just convinced <laughs> we were going to find all of his loot somewhere. <laughs> I mean, that, a murder house is an adventure. Jamie, I really appreciate the version of Goonies that you lived. <laughs> the Winter's Bone version of Goonies. Honestly, though, I, I, I'm not a big ghost guy, so... To me... Oh, Jesus. The reflection of that face in that kid's stomach. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm totally fine ordering, owning a murder house. If it's cheap... Hell yes. If it's like the murderer got away and he really loves this house, he has a heart on for this house, then it's different. I don't want Michael Myers' fucking house while he's still in the asylum. Oh, yeah. Look at me, guys. I'm the jealous jockey. I still feel like there might have been someone murdered in my house, but the uh, jury's still out on that one. <laughs> Isn't that a matter of public record? 
Uh, well, I'm, I'm just saying someone may have been murdered and no one knows about it. You have a very someone died here house. I, w- I will say that. No. Jamie, what gives it that vibe? What, what, do you, what is a murder house in your mind? Oh, it's intangible, Cody. It's just something you feel in your bones. Eh. Sounds like new age bullshit to me. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Stabbin Cabin. In the shaggin' wagon at the Stabbin Cabin. <laughs> They're fucking each other, aren't they? Hey, it's Hobo Joe. <laughs> He just drapes the Doctor Who robe over him. <laughs> Apparently Hobo Joe is not the hobo we met what? before. He has a house, so he's not really a hobo. What is this, like, 90s white kid doing in here? Having a good time. There's Tug? something so evil about having sex with your cap on backwards. <laughs> it feels like the villain character from the Friday the 13th reboot should have been having sex with this hat on backwards. Like the your tits are stupendous guy should have been wearing a backwards cap. <laughs> also, like this girl fucks and then immediately asks, "Where's my phone?" <laughs> he, yeah, well, it it looks like he's about that good, so it makes sense. Hey, dude, clean like... yourself up. Move, move an inch. I... I feel like he didn't come. They just decided the sex was over after a few minutes. Yeah, was you ever fascinated in regards to that with uh, fucking movie sex? It just seems like that was enough sex now. Well, well think back. Okay, the the trendsetter for all this is the original Halloween, right? Where it's everyone's a two pump chump. Like no one in Halloween actually orgasmed. I don't even the guys. Like they just thought they did. There's a little yeah, bit of common and everyone stops. Oh yeah, that's what sex is. <laughs> so immediately just go ah, and then both people like roll over on their sides like that was fun, and then that's it. That's it. That's sex. Nobody gets up. Like no, this isn't how this works. I yeah, there's no that... cleanup. There's there's no aftermath. It's just like whatever. This is cool. I remember that was a big deal whenever, like, Netflix shows first started popping up with, like, the early Marvel stuff, uh, like, Orange is the New Black and everything. Like, those were the only shows not made by HBO where people actually came. Oh, yeah, that was weird in, like, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Luke Cage. It was like, I'm watching a superhero thing, and people are coming in, in, in these shows. <laughs> and people are actually drenched with sweat after fucking, and are exhausted afterwards. And occasionally I mean, getting up to clean. Mike, you're really hung up pussy. on this cleanliness thing. It's just, it's something you don't see. And it's just, it's like the second birth when <laughs> no, it comes no, to birthing know. scenes. Like, you know, you didn't have to deliver the placenta. <laughs> But does anyone the want to see that? The transaction isn't complete yet. Mike, I'm just saying, imagine Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Luke, Leia. Ah! It's like she's lost the will to live or to clean up after herself. Well, I mean, at that point, she'd be dead. I don't think you really have to worry Hopefully. about pushing the placenta what? out of her. You do what if they a... kept that in? Like, she goes through all that and then dies. Like, oh, she made a mess and she just didn't want to deal with the goo. The goo, the goo. The Number one reason goo. people die of no faith, no, no more, long, no longer have a will to live. Just the goo. 
just yeah. once I want to see like a chick crab walk. <laughs> I like how you left it there. Just <laughs> just once I want to see a woman crab walk. <laughs> in general. In just in context. general. <laughs> Anywhere. Downstairs. Scary, but fun. See, crab walk make... like the xenomorph. <laughs> you do make a good point, which is nobody ever talks about this, but in movies, women used to get up to pee after having sex. Because that's part of having sex. And then around, like, the 2000s, that just fucking stopped. I mean, it's a movie, so it doesn't have to be realistic. We all give up a lot of realism in films, and we're fine with it, so it's, I'm, I'm going to take it in well, sex it, as well. It's so weird to think that, that, like, in the late 70s and 80s, and even, like, the 90s, that was... Uh, like a uh, common car murder. <laughs> that was a common background feature of so many movies, like so many horror movies in particular. Like, oh, the the girl went to the bathroom afterwards. They're both alone now, and then shit got really soap opera for a while. The last time just... I saw a dude pull out in regards in, in regards to sex in a movie was like what it American Pie with the fucking beer. <laughs> I think uh, the most uh, realistic sex scene I've seen recently was the movie Thirst. Where, like, uh, the, the couple is fucking, and at one point he just licks her armpit awkwardly. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> it's supposed to be like a priest who's never had sex before, but now, like, he's, you know, infected with vampirism. He's just horny. And just, like, he's having this very awkward sex where he's just like, Yeah, whatever, lick it, yeah! And it, it just... <laughs> Thirst has the most amazing bad sex scenes ever committed to film. I'm trying to think. There's another one, like uh, Invasion of the Body Snatch, like the 70s version, where like someone just fucking gets like an armpit full in the middle of sex, and like someone gets an elbow to the face. Then you like, have those sex scenes that are hilarious. Like, oh, that's very realistic, but also like it's it's too funny to see that in a movie. <laughs> like, why why are we seeing my sex tape on on screen? Nothing compares to Tom Atkins sucking boob in Halloween. 30. <laughs> <laughs> so look at Bloody Bobby go here. Bloody Bobby, that's my purse. Oh God, what's he gonna do with those marshmallows? Bloody Bobby seems happy. Aww. Aww. It's a demon kid. This it's, is it's like a weird of, Sam ripoff, like but I like yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> mm, which one of these kids is Bloody Bobby? Kids, when are you going to start investigating shit? Put some yep. pants on. Jesus Christ. You're are... just literally wearing wow. panties and you're around family and then also neighbor kids. At least someone's bringing it up. I'm very jealous, though. They have the the uh, the vent over the oven in their house. Like, oh man, just imagine the food you could cook without having to worry about setting off the smoke detector. God, you and I, that fucking smoke detector. I know I've gotten old because I see a house like this. I'm like, oh fuck yes, oh Jesus, it's so good. You you just you can just burn shit and it doesn't matter. I I have a vent over mine, but it's just one of those just underneath because it's one of those. Um, above oven mounted microwave so it just has a vent underneath it it's just not powerful enough so so my my kitchen this is weird to me uh i have a microwave over my stove and it's got like the, you know the, the suck up vent function 
but I'm pretty sure the vent just empties into the cabinet above the microwave. Oh yeah, mine's the, mine's the same way. I have no idea where that goes. I don't... So like there's 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 a vent hood, but it just kind of like stops. So <laughs> as you're sucking up all those fumes, you're just unleashing them into the fucking cabinet above there, where it just seeps back out. I'm like that doesn't help. I need to go out the apartment. It's gotta it's gotta <laughs> it's gotta leave. It's gotta go out the place so it doesn't set off any smoke alarms. Oh, so you can like kidnap a child and like put him in the cabinet and inhalate him? Yes. Cool. Sure. Maybe. That's where my mind goes. Yes, we've noticed that. I love this Sister character. Deactivated. This character is fantastic, and I want to be his best friend, or be him, or I am him. I don't know. I just, I like everything about him. Also, I just want to point out that the three of us, like, in our early 30s, are now officially at the point in our lives where we start looking at living spaces like they're pussy. <laughs> oh, there's so much room in that kitchen. Look, Salivated. Jamie, I'm going to die alone. I might as well have a nice kitchen. Exactly. Vent. <laughs> and lots of cooking space. If I'm making omelets for one, they better be fucking good omelets. I love this dude. He's so on everything. My God, he's caught bloody Bobby. Ah! <laughs> I got because of Halloween any shot of someone walking down a suburban sidewalk alone from a distance feels like Halloween. This dude has the most punchable face <laughs> I've ever seen. And car. Can someone have a punchable car? Yeah, they exist. Just glad she's wearing pants. Fucking Diablo's den. God, it's like half his face is trying to be Killian Murphy. He he looks like a YouTuber. He has a very YouTuber face. Yeah. Is this a challenge? Fucking rich bastard. I could be a content creator if I really wanted to. You have the inside dope. But let me let me rephrase. I could be a successful content creator if I really wanted to. <laughs> An unsuccessful content creator. God, I really want to do that with a fence. Also, <laughs> wait, is that kid mowing the lawn that's already mowed? Yep. I hate seeing that in movies. Can I can I say a bitch about that for a minute? Every time oh, I see like... someone mow a lawn in a fucking movie. Also, I love the joke of him just doing that in the background. <laughs> uh, every time I see someone mow a lawn in the fucking movie, it's that's that's looks like AstroTurf too. It doesn't uh, look that, real. That used to drive me crazy as a kid watching the Bradys mow the AstroTurf in front of their house. That never yeah, is more than a fucking cunt hair's length. That's not real. <laughs> That's not fucking real. What the fuck? Let the, the neighbor needs a fucking cut, obviously. Jesus Christ. I, I've never thought that there was a such thing as a, the uncanny valley with foliage. This house needs a beef is very unkempt. Uh, what are you that cutting? Grass, that grass is a liminal space. 
I like pork chop. It's my kind is of this, life. Is this the kid from Paranorman grown up? A little bit. Oh, oh kid, you're going to die so soon of diabetes. <laughs> Mike, you act like there's never been a fat kid in movies before. They're all dead. Hey, I'll have you know Chunk had a successful political career. Wait, I thought he just was like a lawyer. Yes. He, I know he ran for something where his campaign slogan was just vote for Chunk. <laughs> hey, if you've got that behind you, why not? Use it. Oh, we have a panty change. Oh, I thought you were just going to say, we have a panty. We have a panty. <laughs> wait, oh, wait, are these the friends from Trick or Treat? <laughs> Wrong Trick Before or Treat. Werewolfing? My Channel 5 Space News. <laughs> Is this the end of Spider-Man? Hmm, Fluor. WNUF. Wait, I was confused. Did it just say the population was 164? At that point, you're just unincorporated. Like, you don't, you don't get a population. You just get a sign that says, like, fucking city point. I could have sworn it said, like, October 31st, 19-something. That's not right. Hmm. Mike, I feel like you're not paying attention to the movie. I may be paying too much attention to the movie. I'm weirdly drawn in. <laughs> Mike's going to find himself in the film at a certain point. Oh! And I'm we'll be Bloody right Bobby. Can I be in the next Bloody Bobby movie? Can we get in, in on this and become like Bloody Bobby uh, cheerleaders? I mean, we've ignored half the film and made fun of the other half, so I feel like the answer would be no. I'd say we're being kinder to the movie than any of the reviews have been. Jimmy, have you read a review of the movie? I, I did scroll through them and they, they seemed pretty angry. Oh. The internet's an angry place. Honestly, this so far is not that bad. Yeah, this is. If I read, if this was a blockbuster night uh, with me and my family a few years back, we would have had a good time with it. I would argue this is a good party movie. I think we made a good choice. Oh, the it's the pumpkin fucking day. pumpkin! Yeah. The, black, the pumpkin. black pumpkin. This movie won me over whenever the pumpkin had a gun. I don't I like, open that what... door. The pumpkin have another gun, or maybe a sword this time. <laughs> this is what the snowman should have been. I gave you all the clues, officer. Stop bringing up the snowman, Jesus! Just Mike, Mike, do what, that to what, me. what? What do you imagine that note reads like? If you if you read that note, if that note read to you, what would the note sound like from the snowman? I don't want to reference the snowman anymore. Okay, too late. We're in the middle of it. Use your snowman voice. What what was that note sound like, Mike? You've seen the movie. I'm not talking about the snowman. You can't make me talk about the snowman. You just said snowman twice. You already are. Just give the voice. I hate you. Snowman voice. We talk about voice. how the pumpkin exploded snowman and voice. guts were everywhere. Snowman voice. No. Oh. Jamie, what's your impression of the snowman? No. When you, when you if you read the Mr. Oh. Policeman note, how do you think he would say it? Dear Mr. Police, you could have saved her. I, I gave you all the clues. <laughs> I forgot you did that voice in the episode. Yep. 
the hairy hool. <laughs> I, I, if I remember correctly, that's all my girlfriend has heard of box office pulp is just me doing uh, Harry Hole's son at the end of that episode. <laughs> it's probably for the best. She doesn't know us any better, so she can't judge us. Harry Hool. This seems bad. Bloody face! Jesus, uh. I'll razor him to death. Bloody Bobby, you little bastard. Dad! Was that was that a pumpkin carved of the Grinch? <laughs> that was a that was a haughty pumpkin there. It had a prominent who knows. God, I wish the running joke with this character was she just never had pants on. <laughs> down, and she's still just wearing panties instead of like the rest of the Red Riding Hood dress. Hmm. I went to a Spirit Halloween not too long ago. And they had all the uh, Friday the 13th stuff out. They had a special little segment for Jason. And they had hockey masks next to hockey sticks and miniature blood-soaked hockey sticks and i feel like the people making this merchandise have not seen a single friday the 13th oh i have seen so much knockoff friday the 13th merchandise that's just generally goalie related it's fucking hilarious like they assume like he's wearing the mask right he has to kill people with pucks right Somehow this franchise that's been around since like 80 has, has just merchandisers like, yeah, whatever, we don't fucking know what he does. It is incredible to me that you can get away with an infinite amount of rip-off Friday the 13th merchandise by just not including the weird little smiley face that's on the mask. It's Halloween! You didn't even no do a good job of cutting anything. Look at all those weeds back there. They seem to be controlled weeds. And she has a weed garden. Werewolf. She believes in the lost causes, Mike. That's an obnoxious clock. Putting it in the living room seems like a waste. What's how many pumpkins you have? Seems like a fire hazard, but you know. See, now I wish we would have started counting the pumpkins in this movie at the beginning. Oh, we'd be uh, we'd be in the hundreds by now. We've seen a lot of fucking pumpkins. Jamie, we're we're fifty seven minutes in. We can't we can't go back and count the pumpkins. I mean, look, there's a pumpkin right there. I feel uh, like that one seems to be a... ceramic. We can do a drinking game out of it. There's a pumpkin yeah. right there. Be dead. Two pumpkins yeah. right there. Three pumpkins. Also, you guys got to stop uh, me. I'm thinking of buying um, like Burger King and McDonald's um, trick or treat pails. I found a Blockbuster one. You remember the uh, like purple Blockbuster uh, trick or treat pail? No. Oh, really? With, like witches and shit on on it. I found one on eBay. I'm really thinking of buying all this shit. They're actually not that. They're actually almost nothing. So. 
I didn't. But I don't need them. Is the problem? Fast I... food places did trick or treat pails. I know. Yeah, well, you never McDonald's, seen yes. McDonald's. Yeah, I've seen the McDonald's ones. I didn't know Burger King did. Burger King, I... in my mind, when I associate the holiday, is for the Halloween merchandise they would give away in like the kids meals. You know, they had the Universal Monsters one year. They had the uh, they, they had the best Halloween merch. Several years of the Simpsons as as Halloween characters. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, I I had most of those. I was only missing a couple, and I you can I, I buy um, pretty I much sold the entire like Treehouse of Horror uh, Burger King sets on eBay. Yeah, like they're fun, but I also don't need to put them anywhere. I don't love The Simpsons that much, where I gotta like display them. I really want them, honestly. That helped me. They're cool. They're fun. Like the ones I had as a kid, I, I really enjoyed. They were fun toys. But I was also like a, an eight year old who would like chew on them or something. I don't know. So you know, I don't I don't need them as an adult. God, going back to what we were saying earlier, that's how fucking big of a deal Halloween used to be to the corporate world. <laughs> it's like Halloween like... was like a, a fucking event where every single brand had to stop what the fuck they were doing and become the Halloween versions of themselves for a month. I mean, I feel like I'm just old now, so I don't know what Burger King or McDonald's does for kids meals anymore. Maybe they still do Halloween stuff. Although I, I've seen stuff too, where apparently like McDonald's is moving away from plastics in their their kids meal toys, so they they just might be moving away from kids meal toys entirely. They've so, been so moving maybe it's not away. A Halloween thing. It might just be like them not wanting to do this anymore. It's it seems like uh, they've been moving away from plastic toys for a while. Like there there's been a long phasing out of the kids meals that's been going on for like over a decade at this point. Which is so weird, because I've been to so many rummage sales where 9% of the stuff is just, like, old kids' meal toys that I've done just, just put in a box for 25 cents a piece. Oh, they're in every thrift store I've ever been to. Right? It's it's strange to think we've moved past that, where kids are no longer interested in getting a toy with their food. That was half the appeal as a child, like, I want that Transformer. I want Optimus Prime that turns into a car. I'm still mad that. I never got the Extendo arm from Specter Gadget. Oh, uh, no. same. I had I most of Inspector Gadget. I, I, like, my mom traded with, like, another mom and got me, like, half the pieces I was missing, so I had a majority of Inspector Gadget. I think I was missing, like, a leg or something. <laughs> I saw one of those fully assembled at a flea market once, and it scared the hell out of me. It's so huge. <laughs> flea markets are where you can find those. I've seen that, too. Like, I went to the Warren's Cranberry Festival, and there was just a fully assembled Inspector Gadget, and I was in awe. Like, <gasps> And it, it, actu- it, it actually does exist. It actually looks like Matthew Broderick too, so it's unnerving. Yeah, they would have been better off if they used like the cartoon version of Inspector Gadget for the face. And it is, looks impossible to play with. I feel sorry for the kid. Oh, the whole thing would who, fall like, apart. Yeah, the kid who fucking spent a month of his life assembling that thing, and then just had something he had to super glue together. Look, it's it's got to be better than collecting all the cans from Pepsi for the the Empire, uh, uh, the Phantom Menace. It's oh, you can't even God, play with. It's I just like you have a that. bunch of cans of soda you can't drink. And yet we all tried. Hey, my dad proudly displayed his Burger King uh, LED light Lord of the Rings goblets <laughs> that he oh, religiously cool. collected. More places have to do the goblets again. Remember the Batman Forever goblets? McDonald's hat? Uh, those were yeah. baller. I love those. 
Although going back to Lord of the Rings toys, Burger King also did a a, a line of toys for Lord of the Rings, where each figure came with a little platform that was kind of eh, pyramid shaped, and they all connected in the center onto a a figure of the One Ring. So if you had all of them, you would have a giant circle of figures that would connect into one diorama. Oh, uh, that's awesome. I, I had I had a shoebox in my basement for years because I had most of them like Aragorn and Gimli and Legolas and whatever else you know I had. I I want to say there were thirteen figures altogether, but that might be wrong. I'm just making shit up. I had most of the ones. I had like nine or something, so I was only missing a couple of dudes around like the whole center. Like Elrond, I think was one of them, just to pad out the numbers. I I love going back and rewatching like old Burger King, Lord of the Rings commercials, and just just like pretty much most most of the marketing for Fellowship of the Ring, because it, it's hilariously apparent that they were not aware that they had a prestige movie. <laughs> like they, like, no one well, knew what was happening when Lord of the Rings came out. Like Fellowship came out, and everyone was just like, "Oh shit, what?" But like there were like a hundred different promotional things on television and elsewhere for Lord of the Rings, and all of them had completely different tones. The MTV I, Lord Fellowship of the Rings special is one of the greatest things ever put on television. So what throws me off is if you were to buy a movie right now, it's like a, a boutique movie. It'll include some of the marketing material, right? But it's always like, here's the trailer, here's the TV spots. Why don't we ever get the cross promotion shit? Like, I want to see the Butterfingers they sold from fucking Lord of the Rings. I want to see yeah. those commercials. Put those on. I'm happy that the Lord of the Rings uh, DVDs at least had the MTV mu- uh, Video Music Awards uh, sketches as Easter eggs each time. I feel like it should be standard. Like, I want to I wanna see the ancillary stuff where it's really just, how did culture absorb your weird-ass movie? Like, if your movie wins Best Kiss at the MTV Awards, you gotta include that segment. I want I want the ceremony <laughs> included on the DVD. Yeah, I, I, w- I still want to see the uh, MTV Awards segment for Spider-Man, where Jack Black and Sarah Michelle Gellar recreated the Upside Down Kiss, and they gave her gigantic gigantic saucepan nipples for the shot. <laughs> that was a fucking that was a fucking spit take joke when uh, I was 11. I know the rights are hard, but I want all that. If your fucking movie gets nominated for a Razzie, fucking put that shit on 20 years later when you're doing an anniversary collection, you can laugh at them. I want to see the Razzie Awards where the fucking thing got nominated for like eight different awards. I want that. I want that whole ceremony. Just put it on as a special feature. Oh, I'm so I'm shocked that uh, the Elvira Mistress of the Dark Blu-ray doesn't have like a segment about uh, her winning the Razzie for Worst Actress. Right. Reason 1001 that the Razzies don't matter. I think everyone goes through this. I think as a kid, you hear about the Razzies, and you're like, yeah, that's funny. And then you grow up, and you're like, oh, the Razzies are stupid. Oh, it's hilarious, like, seeing all the Razzies, Batman Begins, and shit. God. It's it's just very strange, because I, I think everyone hits that. Everyone has a point in their life where they think the Razzies are fun and meaningful, and then they quickly grow out of it and just realize, like, oh, 
this is just some sort of like corporate popularity thing. Like they don't actually give a shit about the worst. They're just trying to like make some studio or actor feel bad. It's the same uh, relationship I feel like a lot of movie fans have with awards in general. It's like around the time you're 14, you're like, wait a second. The Emmys don't matter. I'm sorry, our, our weird missing person tracker Jesus just pulled a gun and cocked it. <laughs> <laughs> I love this character. I want to see a movie about him. He's in, he's in bad shape. He's, he's by himself and he just heard a noise at the bottom of the stairs. And he's the only one who seems to care about missing people. He's he's doomed. Hard of this gold. Is, this is the fucking, like, the, the, you know, like, crazy Bob character just separate by himself. He's not going to make it through. I want him to be the hero. That'd be a fun twist. Oh no, my mummy juice. No. <laughs> you know, uh, the trick or treat scenes earlier reminded me one of my favorite things when I would live in a neighborhood. And this is just for all time, honestly, since growing up is always there's a magic for the the day after Halloween. If you go to a neighborhood and there's just I mean it's horrible from a pollution standpoint, but the streets like just walking the sidewalks and seeing candy wrappers everywhere (laughs) all the kids eating candy out of their bags as they went trick-or-treating it's so magical i I, again i'm showing my age i just really wish there was an adult halloween like the kids get theirs or they get to get wear masks and like go out and party and all that shit oh it's a dead body someone sung in your apartment oh he fell down the stairs Oh. oh it's like mr glass R.I.P. We'll miss you. Uh, but again, as an adult, like you know, trick or treating stops at thirteen. There's always like the city ordinance, like anyone over the age of thirteen isn't allowed to trick or treat. And as a, as a, as a thirty year old man, a thirty one year old man, I would like to feel some amount of joy in my life. I think it'd be okay, if, like right. What's like my big apartment deal, was just like place. it's an adult Halloween. It's November first. You go door to door, and if you say trick or treat, and some parents show up, they have to give you beer, something. Uh, yeah, you get a leftover shot of peanut or pieces. Well, you leave it up to the discretion of each individual house. So sometimes there's a shot of whiskey. Sometimes they'll flash you a little boob or or cock, depending on what you like. Uh, sometimes somebody will just sit with you and tell you a nice story about their day. As a very lonely person, this sounds magical. It sounds pretty great. It, like the honestly, idea I could go through my apartment and see a boob and have human contact? Oh my god. <laughs> Normally it's on just the one same, or the other. On the same day? Jesus, I can't imagine. That's a lot to take in. I wish. Jimmy honestly, Cricket style, I wish. But I don't think it's going to happen. It needs to be socially acceptable that... Anybody can go trick-or-treating. Do I need candy? No. But I would like the action of collecting it. There is something nice about collecting it every on Halloween night. It's Very a good true. ritual. We need more non-religious rituals in modern life. I feel like that's something that's been eroded away. I get mad because there's still Halloween for adults. Like, go down to the bar, get drunk. But they have the caveat, they don't want you to wear a mask inside of most venues. Which has been fucked for the last two years because all places are like, yeah, wear a mask. But not like a mask over your eyes. So you get the wrong part of the face for the mask. Like, there, there's, I, I'm going to a concert on October 30th 
and I'm pretty sure the venue's gonna be like, wear a costume! No mask, because they gotta be able to ID you in case you fuck up, you know? Like, it's a security issue. Like, you just can't wear a full mask. But that's half the fun of Halloween! You gotta be able to wear a mask! I wanna hide the portals to my soul, goddammit, the one day of the I year I can. I don't wanna be seen! I see me every day in the mirror, and it's awful! It's traumatic for me! I don't wanna expose strangers! Let me wear a mask! Let me be my boogie self, goddammit. I got a lot of masks, I should be able to wear them. Okay, not to turn attention to the movie we're watching or anything, but... I really like how kind the older brother is to the little sister. Yeah. There, there, there's some good characterization I've seen here. Like, they, they clearly have a budget of, like, a dollar ninety-five, but that's a good script. Hence the protest. Yeah, I was just saying, what's going on with the protesters here? There's, like, six of them. Look at <laughs> the way they're waving the fucking signs. So up, great. down, up, down. Well, I, I don't know why. It's like, I, I, I like this the same way I like Night Setter. Mm-hmm. No, it's nowhere near Night's... as good as Night Sitter, don't get me wrong. No. Night Sitter is the greatest <laughs> movie ever made. If we're, if we're making enemies, I would say the Night Sitter is really well put together just very cheap it, like obviously they didn't have a ton of money but those guys were having fun with it and they're developing artists friends of the that, show they worked with a guy from avengers they have to know some people <laughs> <laughs> we're all laughing but avengers kids gonna grow up to be the next george clooney and we're all gonna feel like shit like oh fuck ah probably we is in, already we didn't take it. bastard Bastard kid, I hope he dies. Jesus, Son of a bitch. So I hope sorry. he trips I... on that bicycle and falls down Springfield Gorge. <laughs> That's not a real place. Every town has a Springfield, Mike. Hey, you can turn all those fucking labels around all you want. We all know what the fucking brands they are. Pizza. You can still see the label. Oh boy, gravestone. <laughs> Hey, that, uh, well, that, that pizza defrosted very quickly. <laughs> that pizza's too floppy. Kid, don't eat that. You will fucking die. No, it's fine. As a man who's eaten cannibal sandwiches and survived, that pizza's <laughs> okay. Raw, there ain't, who cautioned you about raw dough? You're not going to get salmonella, right? Uh, yeah, I no, right? Like the... I'm concerned. I've eaten raw pizza. Is that a problem, too? No, I feel like the pep. Well, I feel like it's not necessarily the rawness, it's the fact that it was left to thaw out. Like, I feel like the pepperonis would kill you at that point. It just won't cook right. No, the pepperonis are like cured meats, they're good forever. Oh, yeah. um, it's just I'm, not going to more... cook right. I just, you know, if you're going to you, do a scene with the frozen pizza, make sure you you film it while it's still frozen. Throw it back in until you're ready. Hold on, hold on, we gotta back up though. This kid just put it in the oven and said, it'll be ready in about 15 and walked away like a psychopath? Like he didn't time. He didn't put a microwave timer on. He didn't have an egg timer. You like, don't I'll just, just remember. Check. I'll just remember fifteen minutes. No, motherfucker! I put a timer on. I'm a, I'm a fucking forgetful man. I gotta know. And then I check every second until that fifteen minute timer goes off. And then I look at it and I go, "It's not done." Now I'm off the rule book. I don't know what to do. Well, it's because you keep opening the fucking oven, letting all the goddamn. Well, no, 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 no. Yeah, look at you. Look at the light to make sure the top's not burning, and then and then after the fifty minutes, because you open it up and you check the bottom, to make sure if it's burnt or if it, if it's still raw. Get him, Bloody Bobby! All right, so we know Bloody Bobby is neither of these two kids, and he has awful aim. I like oh, Bloody he's Bobby's outfit. Fucking with him. <laughs> No, that's that's bad advice. You're always stronger in numbers. Wait, wait, what did uh, this kid fuck with his leg? 
Also, wow, they have an official uh, branded Jason pumpkin there with the swoosh. I'm sorry, when did that kid fuck up his leg? Have I not been paying enough attention where I didn't notice a kid just fucking like broke his leg and went to a doctor and got a fucking brace? Uh, sex-related injury. Mmm, sex-lexia. Sex-lexia. Shit, knocked your teeth right off him. Wait, how do you get cut? Ah. <laughs> oh, That's God, like he's dying. <laughs> Did Bloody Bobby cut him, or was he cut when he grabbed the teeth? Bloody Bobby cut him. All right. I think he used claws or something. Ah! Hey, Bart, do you want to see my new chainsaw? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let me cut you a slice of brownie. That'd be amazing if they just shot the LED bats. They got skeletons, cobwebs, a, a, a pumpkin man in the background. It's a good this setup. This yeah, house this is setup. really committed to the spirit of the the. Home. I like this family. So one of my favorites. There's a place in Madison where you walk by, and it's a, a two story house, and it's decked out, just balls to the wall, witches in the, in the you know in the in the the front yard cobwebs that go from the top to the bottom layer of the house giant spiders it's all out but it's that way in july and it's that way in december and it's that way in october and it turns out there's just a woman in town who just really digs the halloween vibes and just decorates her house that way year round uh, she oh, got she's by the local awesome. paper and they're like what what's the deal she's like i like it and they're like all right my favorite part, though, is this woman has a two-story house, and she subleases the first floor out. So there, there, there are people that rent this house from a woman who's just like, yeah, it's all going to be Halloween decorated year-round. Fucking deal with it. If you don't like it, get out. That's where I want to live. Right? Like, I saw that. I'm like, fuck, I'm in the wrong side of the town. I got I to gotta go a couple blocks down here. This seems cool. That deserves a power vest. Right? Whatever this lady's doing, I, I admire it so much. Like... Decorated for Halloween year-round and subleasing, and people are into it? Hell yeah, that's life. That's a, and I'll have to change the subject, but I, I cannot get over that second kid looking like uh, fake Quicksilver from WandaVision <laughs> on the Halloween episode. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we have, we have fucking Ben from It and Quicksilver. I'm starting to appreciate Flannel Man more. Oh, no! Fucking Bobby's behind him! I'm liking Flannel Whoa. Man, honestly. Right. Plus, he was like a lumber. Any man who fucks through a leg injury and then still checks on the children? Heart of gold. Oh, yeah. He's like the boyfriend from Lights Out. Although, is that baseball bat plastic? Or like, is he using a I haven't been able that... to figure it out yet. Oh, no! One buddy. Bobby... <laughs> was, was there a stab noise? There's a lot of wet. There was sound. a stab noise. The soul, the foley, the library foley noise is fucking intense. <laughs> thud, thud, whack, swash. Like so many squash has been murdered in this movie. I uh, just imagine it, I'm waiting for them to like knock over a vase and uh, to make no, a fart noise when it hits the ground. Bobby! Fucking ah, oh, fuck! Oh, oh, that's painful. They, they don't do them. that. They don't do that. They don't, but that's legit painful. 
Ooh, yes, he's bloody get, Bobby. He's I mean, get I a like Child's this. Play kill. The Child's Play reboot, reboot kill. <laughs> it's in Child's Play too, isn't it? I thought it was. I don't. I don't think in the original Chucky ever killed him with a lawnmower, but in the reboot, they definitely kill someone with a lawnmower. I oh, still I like call that, that character, but that was pretty awesome. <laughs> Good kill. Oh, for being pedantic, I would call that a sinister kill. Yeah. People give shit to Sinister because it's been rated very highly on, like, the scariest movie list. But fuck me. I, I like, went to Sinister by myself on a weekday because I couldn't convince anyone to go to it, and it was a matinee. It was me and, like, five other people in that theater, and it was probably the most scared I've ever been in a movie theater in my life. Like, the sound design of that in a theater is terrifying. The 8mm footage scary in Sinister as hell. is top-notch. Yeah. I'm not a fan, like, Pretty much the rest of the movie, but the eight millimeter fi- fi- footage is just fucking prestigious. Yeah. Now, I'm all about Sinister. I love Sinister, but watching that in the theater is a thousand times scarier than anything at home. Like just being trapped in that big ass theater, and like when he breaks through the roof and there's the box with the snake in it, like even that terrified me. Yeah, Sin- Sinister absolutely has to be a group watch. Like, that is a boring ass horror movie to watch alone. Despite the fact that you think it would be a perfect horror movie for, like, a lonely, rainy night, considering the plot, but nah, that, that's a reaction movie. If you watch it in a theater, it's fine, even if you're alone in the theater, but it's, it's one of those deals where, when are you be able to just rent out a theater and watch a movie? You know, most times you're going to watch it in your house on your big-ass TV and be distracted by a thousand other things. I'm happy Again, that... One of the reasons why I advocate for theater usage, especially for horror, like the, the impact is so much better when you're just trapped in a place where you can't look at your phone and you can't leave because you paid the money for it. You're not going to go. I, I'm happy that apparently the new movie from Derrickson and Cargill is a fucking masterpiece. Ooh, I've been hearing good things. Good for Joe Hill, too. I feel like he's uh, kind of treated like lower cast king. Lower class? Oh, he's survived. Uh, he's treated uh... like lower class king. Because obviously his, his, his stories are on a similar track. Maybe a little more socially conscious, I would say, especially his later stories. But he hasn't had the same movie opportunities like King. King was so famous, he just got everything he wrote turned into a movie right away, right? Yeah. Bill uh, has got a couple of things made into movies. But it doesn't feel like he's ever had that one that's come through where it's like, yeah, this is right. Horns kind seem to kind of like kill the Joe feet the Joe Hill mania that seemed like it was about to break out. And you get stuff like, and most of the stuff based on Joe Hill stuff has been good. Too. Yeah. Like, I, I even, I even like horns. I do like horns. Yeah. If you can put aside that it's, it's not the book at all. So, so horns is right. a good time. Yeah. There, there are some transcendent moments of the book that just simply did not translate into the movie version. Like any of the stuff of the devil in the blue dress just doesn't happen. And it's, it's a shame. Which is weird, because I'm pretty sure Daniel Radcliffe would have gone for it, and it just sucks they didn't push the whole way. I just want to say, I fucking love that this character is an action hero now. (laughs) He's back and better than ever. Also, this entire scene is my second. Oh, he's gonna get... Dude, he's getting groundskeeper willied in the (laughs) Treehouse of Horror. (laughs) Oh, what a week. (laughs) Oh, maybe not. He got fucking stabbed hard in the stomach. Oh, nope, he's checking himself. Just to the side. Bloody Bobby, you dick. Yes, Jimmy, didn't damn. you say Bloody Bobby was the fucking director? No. Uh, oh, no, he's the, the the fucking big dick dude. 
Oh, who's the big dick dude? I, I don't. Is I feel it, like multiple char- I feel like multiple characters could be called Big Dick Man, but uh, I remember there being something like no. that at the beginning. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> Protect that booty. Fuck him up, pork chop. Pork chop, pork chop. I'm just imagining the end of Dial M for Monkey, like, monkey, monkey, <laughs> monkey. Oh, he's alive too. One thing movies neglect, if you get shot or stabbed in the stomach, you have several hours before you'll actually die. And uh, most of the time, if you can get to a doctor's office, you will survive. They'll you be able will to probably you be perfectly fine. Yes. It, it turns that, out, like, most of the time, like, you hit anything in the stomach and you die, it's because, like, infection. Just, like, all the fecal matter leaks out and you didn't seek medical attention, so the infection just kills you. Which is the thing we haven't had to worry about since the fucking Civil War. That's why I appreciate that Kevin Costner movie, A Better World, which is just a dude dying from a gut shot for a really, really, really long time. That's it. Mostly, like, gut shots, I've heard conservatively, that's like a five-hour death. Oh, it's one of the worst ways you can fucking die. Yeah, incredibly painful, but the odds of you dying of it nowadays are pretty low because most of the time you'll have plenty of opportunity to get to a doctor's office and we'll be like, yeah, we can fix that. That's kind of a way people died in the Old West. Hmm. Although I will say, I had um, uh, I called him Grandpa, but he, he was never married. Oh, we lost him, the throat kill. <laughs> uh, my Grandpa Earl, he, he was never actually married to my grandma. He was like a, a common law husband kind of deal. Uh, he He just didn't like doctors, so he never went to one. And he had stomach cancer. So essentially, like, the lining of his intestines rotted away and just just stomach acid was burning through him before eventually he was in so much pain he went to a doctor. At which point they're like, hey, no, this is a, like a stage four cancer, you're going to die. And all they could do is just give him morphine. And even that seemed like the most painful way to go because he was just, like, the toughest man I've ever seen in my life was still writhing in pain until he died. So stomach stuff doesn't seem fun. Stomach, like, if you have a sort of stomach ailment, just go see a doctor. Jesus. Seems awful. Ah, that was Cody with some real <laughs> life horror there. See your physician, hey, folks. Oh boy, if we want to talk about real life horror, I, I have a grandma suffering through COVID right now, and boy, it's the worst way to die. Foo. Get your fucking shots. If you take anything away from this big ass pumpkin celebration, it's get vaccinated. Jesus, they're still watching Night of the Living Dead. Uh, but no, 100%, if you don't get vaccinated, I think you're an idiot. Unless, like, y- y- you can't because you're, you know, back not, you're compromised. Sure. Uh, but most people are just assholes who say they can't get shots. Get a fucking shot. I want more. Pump me full of the shots. I want that booster, baby. Give it to me as soon as possible. Fill me with the corpses of dead COVIDs. Ooh. Candy. Can this guy get a movie? Yeah, I'm I'm really gonna need the song by itself, please. I'm amazed we went through that whole thing. We didn't actually have a kid. Oh, okay, he did get a razor in the mouth. I was about to say, like that classic Halloween prank of a razor and candy. Goodbye, pork chop. We hardly knew ye.
I mean, we actually knew you a lot. You were the main one of the main characters. Is that still pork chop? I thought this was a new pork chop. This is like many years later, right? Present day, whatever the bat means. I think it's supposed to just be like next Halloween. I feel like this is a different pork chop. I haven't been paying enough attention. This looks a different kid. Monster face. Wait, was that Calabar from fucking Halloween Town? (laughs) (laughs) I thought it clashed the Titans, but okay. No, look, that the other kid wasn't wearing glasses. Porkchop, that was not Porkchop. Grayson Thorn Kilpatrick, that is an amazing name. What a name. It's a porn star name name way to happen. Eiler. I'm not making fun of children's names. It's, it's, why am I I doing this? Alex. Alex needed a better name. Alex, just plain Alex instead of Hobo Jesus. (laughs) He had a name like Ezekiel or something. Flash. Flash makes sense. Judd. I'm glad there's a Halloween-themed rap song that's ending us. <laughs> makes me very happy. Ace. 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 Oh my god, it's a rap song about Bloody Bobby. <laughs> I'm very happy. Okay, this movie then uh, suddenly has jumped up to ten stars. It jumps up a grade no matter what, if it includes a rap about the movie. That's just how it works. That makes Adam's it a winner, Family yeah. already was a 10 out of 10, but because Adam's Family ends with a rap about the Adam's Family, it's one of those movies that goes to 11. It just, yeah. It's just great. It's beyond perfect. That's what saved Maniac Cop. <laughs> Maniac Cop's pretty good anyways. And Wolf Cop. You know, I've never been a huge fan of Wolf Cop, to be honest. I need to rewatch it. I haven't it. even seen another Wolf Cop. I need to watch. I, I do need to see the sequel, which apparently just goes to what you thought Wolf Cop was. Yeah, maybe I'll like it more then. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Probably good. I Wolf Cop is such an insane Zombie premise. Bird. I feel like you got to go full out. You got to go uh, Nards the Wolf. <laughs> I, 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 I hated Wolf Cop whenever I first saw it because it just was not the movie they advertised at all. I liked it all a hell of a lot better uh, whenever it aired for Last Drive-In. I was I was mad because I, I got Wolf Cop and I tried to show it at a party with a bunch of people and everyone fell asleep before like the halfway point. So I just picked like the boring party movie that no one's into. Oh. It ruined my reputation as like the, the schlocky fun movie guy because the one I showed before that was Black Sheep and everyone fucking loved Black Sheep. So I lost all my cred by showing Wolf Cop. Well, Black Sheep gets fucking launched out of a cannon. You, you got to build to Wolf Cop. Black Sheep is honestly amazing. Uh, what a what a great movie that is. I'm surprised more people don't talk about it. I don't even think it has a Blu-ray release. But it, it is fantastic. Black Sheep is just a phenomenal B-movie. Old man, leave it. It's not how many people name McGonagall these days. No, I just think of Harry Potter. <laughs> you're off the case, McGonagall. No, you're off the case. It is a good case. cop name. God damn it, McGonagall. <laughs> McGonagall. We have to vamp for two more minutes. Just pick more names to make fun of. I just like the songs. Rights. I do appreciate that uh, people that are now 
doing you know the 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 text talk kind of thing they they even do the lyrics and music when they're doing the subtitles i appreciate that that's nice it's it's good it's good good they job should. but it's just kind of funny that not always a lot of times things be like hip-hop happens and then this <laughs> for the next two minutes i go vander crook i do appreciate the music too i this is a fun little beat yeah, this, was a, this was, was a randomly very well scored movie yeah see this is the thing that drives me crazy if you watch any low budget horror movie from like the 90s like i would say 85 to 95 they all have like a midi keyboard sound to them that drives me nuts even some of the big stuff like a fucking friday the 13th sounds like it was scored by one guy with a keyboard and i hate it it sounds like the cheapest thing in the world hey there's a cody <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's me. But I love the fact that now you can get a low-budget movie that actually has a really cool sound to it because with a computer, you can replicate the sounds of like a cool electronica band or whatever else. One person can really make a huge sound. Yeah. And, and you can just some pay some guy on stuff. Fiverr to do it. That's true, too. You can get really good sounds just from a professional who pay $5 to. It's insane. Uh, but back in, like, 1991, if you had a movie and it was scored by one guy with a Casio, it just sounded like the cheapest shit in the world. And it's still just, it's one of the biggest pet peeves I have about movies. You know a movie's cheap if it sounds like it's one guy scoring it on a keyboard by himself. Even something like Titanic, like when they're doing the orchestral stuff and it's supposed to be like a choir, but you can just tell it's Whoa. keyboard playing. I hate it. I hate it. Ah. Hey, Bloody Bobby will return. It's like James Bond. Your turn to battle the Ten Ring. <laughs> and I'm surprised, I didn't, I'm surprised I didn't die the first time. Well, well that we was an, another big-ass pumpkin day in the gourd. We we didn't even sing the big-ass pumpkin day song. Can we can we close out? Uh, everyone, if you want to listen to more Box Office Pulp, you can find us on boxofficepulp.com. We're at Box Office Pulp on Twitter. You can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on iTunes. We're around. Just look Box Office Pulp. You'll find us. We have commentaries. We have episodes. Uh... You already don't have to watch anything with it. I don't give a drink suggestion. You just you can listen without having to worry about sobriety. It's great. But before we leave, before we go, before I dismiss you, can we can we just do one last rousing round of the biggest pumpkin day theme song? It would it would feel wrong if we didn't, guys, right? <laughs> big ass, big ass pumpkin day. Big ass, big ass pumpkin day. Big ass. Big ass pumpkin day. It's a big ass pumpkin day. Everybody, big, big ass, ass, big ass pumpkin day. Big ass pumpkin day. It's a big ass pumpkin day. Everybody, 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 big ass you get more out of life when you go out to a movie. Please remember to replace the speaker on the post when you leave the theater. Jamie, could you do a sad impression of Pacino from Heat talking about how big that girl's ass is? 
this because she's got a his wife's got a huge ass and his head is right up it. That wasn't what I expected to actually bum me out. It's <laughs> so like emotionally taken with the idea of the big ass and the head. Being I thought I thought it was still gonna be him saying like, it's a big ass. Like he was yes. still gonna like I thought Jamie you were gonna really go into it, like fucking big ass and just be sad. Not like it's so emotionally despondent you couldn't even get excited. What? Like this is a Pacino who then just walked in the other room and you just hear a gunshot. Like Jamie's Al Pacino is so sad. She's just like, Nope, life ain't worth screaming about. What's my name? Don Cacino. Jamie, your fucking Al Pacino is just insomnia, Al Pacino. <laughs> I don't, it may, it's too Dude, sad. Advocate. I, don't, I don't like it. No, it's my time. Happy Big Ass Pumpkin Day. Get the hell out of here. Please, why you can. This is Box Office Pulp Guy, and this has been a Pulp Podcast production. Now please, 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 put a gun in my mouth and pull the trigger and say goodnight. And now, on with the show.